Wait, wait, time out. You are wearing a Purdue shirt right now. I just have it. And you're supporting St. Peter's? Yes. But also, no. I'm just rooting for basketball. This is why Andy can't participate in March Madness. Morning, evening, afternoon, whatever time it is by you. Welcome back to the Underqualified Knuckleheads podcast. Today, I am joined by my co-host, as always, Andy Newman, and a familiar face in Mr. Zach Greer. Welcome back to the podcast, Zach. Hey, 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 hey. I'm back. Yes. Thanks for having me back. It's no really- problem. It was my idea. <laughs> And it's a good idea because Zach is awesome. Zach he is, knows stuff. Zach is very awesome. We have a little bit of March Madness talk today as well as a little more NFL and a, and a particularly stingy this or that for this week's episode. Zach has grown a little bit in expertise in March Madness after getting relatively TikTok famous. Would, would we say? Yeah, I would say relatively enough. Yeah. You're TikTok famous like, now, maybe. Like a, se- a six or a seven out of ten TikTok fame? Uh, I would probably say like... 6.2 out of 7. Um, <laughs> I gained, like, almost 4,000 followers in, like, six hours. Yeah, that was crazy. And I will was, say that. And it was based off your March Madness picks. How are those March Madness picks doing? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the laughter um, is kind of a common thing uh, because all four of my final four teams are now gone. So are mine. So are mine. Um, I don't think we're too good at this, guys. Maybe that's why we'll... No, no. I think it's because the top teams, which is what we all picked because they were the best teams, lost, and now we're kind of set with, like, the good teams, Nothing, but, like, yeah. not the, like, greatest. I think it'll be a, a, an interesting conclusion to the NCAA tournament, but... It's with going to be the St. Peter's Peacocks and Doug. <laughs> yeah, it's with, happening. With our bracketo- We're doing it. With our bracketology, I think we should stay underqualified for just a little bit longer. I don't think we can I would go- say Zach is qualified, but he may be underqualified in picking correct tournament games. I just picked the wrong upsets. It's correct. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. You, I do believe, okay, so we have a Newslink Indiana, which is what uh, all three of us do um, here at Ball State. We have a Newslink Indiana bracket challenge. And we have people that literally don't ever watch basketball. Who are winning. Who are beating Zach because Zach is in dead last. No, I'm in dead last. <laughs> no, Zach is no, Zach is in dead last. I think I'm in dead last now. I just looked. So um, the people who are first and second are weathermen who don't watch basketball. <laughs> <laughs> and I, that doesn't say anything. I don't know what does. If they know the weather in whichever place they're playing, they know which team's uh, yes. going to win. The it's just, that I, think I'm, I think I'm below someone who literally picked off of which mascots they liked more. Yeah, that was me, actually. <laughs> <laughs> That's so I, bad. I, I picked my news. <laughs> so I picked. I, I have two brackets. Uh, I have my bracket with the Daily News Sports section and my bracket with Newslink Indiana. Me and my friend Elise actually picked the the Newslink Indiana bracket, and she only picked teams if she, like she only picked teams to win if she knew their um, their team slogan. So Boiler Up, I think, is is Purdue's. She has Boiler Up winning it all, as well as Roll Tide in the final four. And um, I did research. <laughs> 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 if that doesn't tell you anything about March Madness, March uh, March Madness that just is, that sucks is the best best tournament in all of sport. Um, but you know what's even better than March Madness? 
Don't the NFL. you don't know? <laughs> That, I would not. Segue. I I would not. I would not say it's better the, than you know the NFL. But there are different, two. Also, a sport as March Madness, the NFL. <laughs> there you go. That's okay. I like that one better. <laughs> we're, we're learning the transitions. Um, we're gonna hit two of these quick things because they happened very recently and they're very important for Andy to talk about. And Woo! Um, I think I think they might reshape the AFC a little bit. The first one is Matt Ryan going to Andy's Indianapolis Colts for just a third round pick. What were your initial thoughts? Because I think they were supposed to get they were looking at Baker Mayfield. They were looking about at trading yeah. in the draft. How do you feel about getting Matt Ryan? Um, my first initial reaction to seeing the news kind of come up was, yeah, okay, sure. Literally, it was yeah, okay, sure. Why not? I mean, what other option did we really have? But the more that I've kind of looked into it and seen, it kind of looks like Matt Ryan's awesome. Uh, people are pretty high on the dude. So I'm I'm chilling with it. Like, I don't know. People aren't apparently very high on Baker Mayfield. Uh, yeah, Matt Ryan was in a sorry franchise in Atlanta. If you want to look at it, he had no weapons. He had no offensive line. Like, it was bad. And he still threw for almost 4,000 yards. Right. Like, season. he's a good quarterback. He was just in a bad situation. Do I think that this elevates the Colts into, like, top AFC contention? Probably not. Probably not. But it, like, who else were they going to get? Baker, Jimmy G, exactly. Marcus Mariota. Yeah. Like, Matt Ryan was clear the best quarterback. And they got him. I think I think this puts Browns, or not the Browns, the Colts in just about wild card contention. Maybe... A shout to win the the AFC South. Um, I think they're better I think than I think they're better than the Titans for sure. It depends. It really depends on how good Derrick Henry. Comes yeah, out how of it. how much he comes back from that yeah. injury. Um, I think it is a great idea from the Colts. They get a third round pick for a proven veteran, elite quarterback. He doesn't have a Super Bowl ring, and we all know why. But he yeah. he's <laughs> definitely been to the show. He's been on that stage, which I, which I like. He has he's an MVP. Whereas yeah. Baker Mayfield, I heard the Browns would were demanding a first round pick for Baker Mayfield, and as <laughs> as much upside as much upside as he has compared yeah. to Matt Ryan, because Baker's obviously a lot younger. Much. I think Matt Ryan is the safer choice, and this does put the Colts in pole position for maybe two or three years down the line when the QB market might. Be a little change might be a little better to look for their next franchise QB. Yeah, that's everything for me. <laughs> yeah, um, no, hey, I, but all we need is some sort of perennial wide receiver, um, and obviously those have been going around and getting traded a lot. Would have been nice, but <laughs> I completely understand us not going for this next guy, which was an insane. Out of no, out of the blue, kind of thing for me, at least. I think the grumblings happened early in the morning, and by mid afternoon, it was it yeah. was it was traded Tyreek Hill from the Chiefs to Miami for a 2022 first round pick, 2022 second round, and a fourth round plus 2023 fourth round and sixth round picks. Andy thinks they overpaid a little bit. I don't. I don't. I don't at all. I mean, Tyreek Hill is a top ten, if not top five, top three receiver in the NFL, put him with, with um, Jalen Waddell, and you've got you've got a pretty good duo there in Miami. Tyreek Hill does stuff with the football that literally no other wide receiver can do. I rank him very highly in wide receivers, um, but I honestly like this for the Chiefs much better, which I will go into de- more depth later in the podcast. Um I I like this move for the Chiefs. It's just, can you trust Tua to lead Miami to 
a playoff spot mm-hmm. with all of these weapons. You yeah. have the weapons now. Can he do it? And then also, okay, so my reason that I think that they overpaid is so they gave up a first, a second, a fourth, and another fourth, and a sixth, and then made him the highest paid receiver of all time. For Devontae Adams, the Packers traded away, um, or yeah, got a second and a first round pick only. And made him the second highest paid receiver of all time. I mean, at the time he was the yeah, highest yeah. paid receiver. Well, exactly. He was yeah, but I think Devontae Adams is better than Tyree Kill, personally. He, he is. So you gave up a lot more for a little bit less and more money. I think it was a little bit overpaid. I agree with you. I agree That's with you. That's just my perspective. I can there. no, I can see that. I can see that. I think like like Zach said, it is a good cap clearing space for yes. the Chiefs. The Chiefs have Freed up seventy million. The Chiefs did well on they, this, and so did the Dolphins. Yeah, they, I, will say. I think it's a, it's a good mutually beneficial yeah. trade. Yeah. I don't like the net. What the Chiefs did, they they freed up seventy million in cap space, and then they signed Marquez Valdez Scantley for a yeah. We'll talk 30, about we'll talk about that later. Yeah, I have I have some things to say about yeah, that. We'll 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 throw it back to that. But I think it was good for both teams. I don't think anybody's really going to lose. I really like how. The Dolphins organization is pretty much putting it all on the table for yeah, two right Yeah, and the now. Dolphins didn't have the picks to give. They have two first-round picks next year still. Yeah, right. They're, That's they're, crazy. They're still sitting pretty. Um, and this is the organization saying to Tua, like, hey, you you need to perform. Like, if, if he can't perform, they've got two first-round draft picks next year, and it, one of them might be on a quarterback. I'm very iffy with Tua, but I really like what Miami's doing in the sense that uh, – we talked about this earlier, Daniel, about how – um, they're trying to make their offense like what it was at Alabama for Tua, mm-hmm. um, with getting a bunch of like speedy dudes, like they had with Makes sense with with Rugs and Smith and Waddle, like all these guys that they had at Alabama. Now you have Waddle back and Tyreek Hill, who is the fastest guy in the NFL. So he's one of the fastest guys mm-hmm. in the NFL. I think, so, I think he is. Yeah. So yeah, it's he's got the. Alabama style offense. It's just going to be tricky to see what he can actually do, and to have a guy like Teddy Bridgewater behind him is actually going to probably be pretty beneficial for him. Maybe yeah. light a fire a little bit. I think Teddy Bridgewater is like a better backup quarterback than Ryan Fitzpatrick because Ryan Fitzpatrick. Ryan Fitzpatrick is Ryan's the goat. Come on, he's got the Fitz magic. Like he'll come yeah. in, he'll come in for an injured player, or he'll be like the he's guy. He's a starter. He's not but, a backup. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like <laughs> he's almost too much. Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy, Teddy Bridgewater. There Teddy, you go. <laughs> Teddy Bridgewater. Yes, he's he can be that, but we've seen he's been given starting quarterback opportunities and kind of squandered them. So yeah, he, he's not as good as Jacoby. He's not as good at. <laughs> I think of like Jacoby Brissett, Bridgewater, Fitzpatrick, and Mariota all in that like tier of like if they're the starting quarterback, they're kind of on like the lower level. But Correct. if they're a backup, then they're amazing. They're and I think you could throw Mitch in there as well. Trubisky. Yes, you can throw yeah. Mitch in there as well. But yeah, no. Um, but going back to the Tua and the Dolphins and Tyree Kill, I saw a bunch of memes of like um, somebody trying to put like a rocket launcher and a handgun, and it was the handgun was Tua and the rocket launcher was Jalen Waddle, <laughs> <laughs> like the missile. And I'm like, oh man. So like they have all the weapons, but I don't think it's gonna be able to fire, man. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I think I think it'll turn out. I think the the season, the 2022 NFL season is going to be another fun one to watch. Yeah. Um, especially in the AFC. Especially yeah. in the AFC, and we'll get to that later. Yeah. The AFC is 
on fire. On on fire. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Moving over to what could have been on fire is is lo- last night's March Madness brackets uh, matchups. Oh, they're on fire. Mine, mine's on fire. Where Mine I, was I, on fire last Thursday. I, <laughs> yours was on fire the first five minutes of the of like twelve o'clock at like. I I texted <laughs> I texted my wing like my dorm wing and I was like you know. If you hear me getting mad, guys, it's okay. My bracket's just screwed. <laughs> um, yep. Number one, Gonzaga falls to number four, Arkansas. Villanova beats Michigan, which I kind of had, but not too much. That wasn't surprising. Number two, Duke holds on over Texas Tech. And Houston knocks out number one, Arizona. My final four was Gonzaga, Arizona, Wisconsin, and te- and not Texas Tech. Um, Virginia, Virginia Tech, Tech, right? Tech. Yeah. Which, um, why? What? The Virginia Tech was kind of like a long play because they were coming off hot. I thought they'd have what it takes. They didn't. <laughs> they, they really didn't. Um, no, they did not. But Wisconsin? Wisconsin was good. Yeah, Wisconsin in like, in like early February. Yeah, they, they were they playing were solid yeah. Big Ten ball. Right. In early February. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I had them going. Um. Well, yeah, I cried about it. It's okay. Like you don't have Did to cry. Actually? No, no, no. I was about to Look, say. Andy. I'm like, hey, hey, you, hey know. you know, this is March. Ma- I didn't put money on this. I have a, <laughs> I have a fun fact about March Madness. Um, and the games last night. Okay. Um, JD Note. Do you guys know who that is? With heard the name. He's the guard for Arkansas. Yep. Okay. He shot nine for twenty nine yesterday. He took twenty nine shots That's... and made nine of them. <laughs> And they still won. What? Because their game plan, very simple, is just attack Chet Holmgren. They, he, he fouled out with three and a half minutes left in the game. That final foul was totally bull, though. It was. That was not. That was not a worthy there, enough foul. There, like three out of the five fouls that Chet had, uh, it could go either way, and it could clearly be not called a foul. Um, it's just. That that was some really weird officiating in the game. Got a little weird. But they had they had a game plan. Shut Chet Holmgren down, and that's what they did. And you know what? With Drew Timmy gone, it is un there's nobody else that can rival the greatest mustache in oh the my. NCAA tournament, Doug Eddard, and the and the Peacocks. <laughs> so get him out of there. We don't need him. We don't need that mustache. We got Doug now. Yeah. Uh Gonzaga's gonna be weird next year because Timmy's gonna leave. I I assume Timmy's gone. Um, Chet, does, he go the, does he go to the NBA? He's good, right? Like he's good enough to go to the NBA. Um, right? He's probably, I think he's projected mid, mid, mid to late first to early second. Got it. Not um, great. So the Pacers. <laughs> not great, but not bad. You know, if you went to a Pacers, I think you'd, I think that'd be yeah. good for you, Andy. So, Timmy, I'll take it. Drew Timmy's probably going to leave. Chet's obviously gone. Andrew he's Nim- a lottery pick. And, yeah, he's top Top three, potentially Pistons, number one pick. Pistons, Pistons, potentially. Holmgren, yeah. Pistons. And Sorry. then <laughs> their guard, Andrew Nimhard, he might come back to school. Um, he's also projected in the same area that Drew mm-hmm. Timmy is. Um, so if the, if all three of them leave, then Gonzaga might not even win their conference next year. And that's crazy to say that. But, I mean. I feel like Gonzaga's always Did they bring in now. any high high recruits? No, no, they, they're all they, going, were, they were pretty slow. They, all the top recruits for the class of 2022 are going to Duke. I think Duke. I heard a lot of really couple of. I think there's a couple of Memphis. There's Honestly, a couple. There's I, there's I, obviously there's the Kentucky and like the UCLA and but like Duke has majority of the top recruits. I don't know what goes on in in 
really good high school basketball player's mind, but if I'm going to a school that is losing their longtime head yeah, coach I, and coach I was K, about to ask am, that as well. I'm a little uneasy about that program. It's, uh, it's strange, but, I mean, hey – Full right scholarship to go to Duke for basketball. I mean, I mean, I mean that's yeah. true. Someone's <laughs> giving it to you. Take it. Um, Next game, Villanova, Michigan. As as a Wolverine fan, I had Michigan losing to Colorado State. Oh, so did I. Way back when. <laughs> I love, I love, I love the Wolverines, but I just, I was trying to be logical. And after they they busted my bracket, I was like, hey, they could go far. They didn't. They did not. They they went. Far enough. Not bad. Not bad. Um, they went farther than I think a lot of people expected because yes. this Michigan team could beat anybody in the country if they were playing their best basketball, but could lose to like a D two school. Yep. So Kentucky. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, yeah. Sure. Yeah. So I didn't pick them to beat Colorado State because I really liked Colorado State. They were looking good. They were looking really good, and Michigan just destroyed them and then knocked out Tennessee which was a game that I did not expect ten- Tennessee to lose and the only reason why Michigan lost this game was because just Villanova has way more experience like Jay yeah. Wright is such a good coach Colin Gillespie is so cruel to everybody that he plays against and just they have a lot of fifth year seniors on this team they know what they're doing. They've been to March Madness. They just kind of yeah. outplayed them. My question is, do you think Juwan Howard is coming back for another season after this? Give me more slapping people in the face. Honestly. I want more. I think so. I think the, I think he hasn't done anything, I mean, other than trying to beat up a Wisconsin coach. Dude. He hasn't done he anything. Should, he war- should book a fight with Logan Paul. <laughs> The silence yeah. was so loud. You know, it, it would it would rake in a lot of money. I would totally watch that. <laughs> I would watch. I would watch a lot of the people in the sporting world. I would pay. I would. I would like hands down put my my entire career earnings for the future. Like whatever I make in the future, I would put it down on watching Bill Belichick just beat up Tom Brady, dude. Put him in a ring. So you're telling me that. A fight with Jawan Howard would be a 49-year-old Jawan Howard versus a 26-year-old Logan Paul. I have Jawan <laughs> Howard. I'd have Jawan. I have Jawan Howard right in hook. that. <laughs> He's got the right hook. Jawan Howard and Jawan Howard's 6'9". Yeah, the claw over the top. Yeah, I got Jawan Howard. He's got the reach, too. Yeah, okay. Next game. Duke holds out to beat Texas Tech. I really had Texas Tech winning. I think everyone did. No, hey. Except for Caleb Zuber. Except for Caleb. Shout out to our guy in Newslink, Indiana Sports, Caleb Zuber. I I walked over to him in the newsroom last night, and I stared him down, and I said, hey, you, I, I hope you like wearing that Duke shirt because you're not going to be wearing it tomorrow. I was talking mad trash. I was so confident. And then I saw him in line getting pizza today, and I, <laughs> I was very – I was I, 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 I owned up. I was like, you know, you were right, man. You were right. Dude, he was talking about – Everyone was saying that no one even gave Duke a chance. I really don't Which think they, they didn't because Texas Tech is so physical and Duke has been struggling against physical teams. Like you saw the North Carolina game in Cameron Indoor. Like yep. Coach K's last game, North Carolina ran him out the building because they were just so physical. And Texas Tech plays that exact same offense. So everyone was like, oh, like Duke's going to struggle. And they've struggled like recently. So they're probably going to struggle here. Yep. And Coach K gets his 100th tournament win, which Good is for him. Good for him. Massive. Good massive. for him. Um, here's, here's my back pocket idea. Now that all of my Final Four teams are out, I would like to see Coach K go out on top. 
Sure. Crazy thing that I that um I don't know if I told you guys, but I saw. You know, I definitely told you that North Carolina and Duke have never played each other in an NCAA tournament game. Really? Never have. Wait, how? Okay. So what needs to happen to get there? They both have to reach the Final Four. Huh. And North Carolina has to go up against UCLA tonight, and then the winner of Purdue and St. Peter's. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> moving on, Houston takes takes down number one Arizona. I mean, we have a guy in our sports section, Darren Cobb, who has Houston winning the whole thing, and I laughed him out the building. And I am the more the long the longer the, the longer the NCAA tournament goes yeah. on, the more apologetic I am. To the people who I said my bracket was we better know nothing. than theirs. Yep. We know nothing. We know absolutely nothing. But Arizona was my pick to win it all. Whoops. Shout out Jamal Sheed from yeah. Houston. That I, dude is so good. It didn't even look it didn't even look like bad. Like it wasn't like Arizona got played off the court. It just they didn't click all that, night. Uh, that was the most satisfying game of basketball that I've seen like in a while yeah. for Houston. Like, yeah. They played really good defense and then just went down the floor and made really good shots. Yeah, and they, they picked Arizona apart. They're in good They're in good contention, especially taking down the number one seed to, to move throughout the rest of this tournament. For sure. For I, sure. Could, I could easily see a Houston Final Four now. Yeah. So um, now that we have that out of the way, yeah. our games, <laughs> the games tonight, the final part of the Sweet 16, uh, let's go through and talk about each of the matchups. Yeah, Andy, what kind of sweatshirt are you wearing today? Um, I'm actually not wearing a sweatshirt. This is a t-shirt over a sweatshirt. Oh, okay. But it is, I will, I'll, I'll go with sweatshirt. Um, I am supporting my boys, uh, Louis Frucci, Noah Shear, and Hayden, the man, the myth, Stafford, in the Purdue Boilermakers tonight as they play. You know what? Maybe I'm not. Because they're playing you, the wait, Peacocks. Wait, wait, time out. You are wearing a Purdue shirt right now. I just have it. And you're supporting St. Peter's? Yes. But also, no. This I'm is, just rooting for basketball. This is why Andy can't participate in March Madness. That um, is, <laughs> yes. I don't know how anybody on St. Peter's is going to be able to contend 7-4 Zach Eady. No, they, they're Who not. Who cares? I, I can completely. I, I mean. Doug can do it. I think I think when you say I can't see St. Peter's winning this game, you just open the door and write the script for St. Peter's. Here's what to I'm gonna win. say. Here's what I'm gonna say. My girlfriend uh, goes to Purdue. However, I'm going to root for St. Peter's tonight. Wow. Um, because I think the key for them to win, they have to be able to space the floor to get Zach Eady out of the paint, and then feed it inside. Mm. Get him in foul yeah. trouble. That's how you beat Purdue. Is to wear them out. And then you gotta hope that Jaden Ivey just doesn't I mean, the, go crazy. The same type of of scheme and, and layout that Arizona put in for Gonzaga, I think, is kind of how they have to follow tonight. And I am all Peacock. I'm. All I am rooting tonight. for St. Peter's. Okay, okay. Peacock, baby, and you can't. No, you no, no, can't. no, no. You no, no, are no. wearing okay. a producer. I'm, I'm okay, I forgot about Brubaker as well. Sorry, Brub. Um. Anyway, <laughs> um, I, I, you know, I I want the Peacocks to win, but I also, you know what, like. I'm sure Hayden would be happy. I also I don't know if he really cares. So you maybe, understand the controversy, right? I don't know. I'm just gonna I'm supporting basketball. Do you know how much okay? outrage will be if Purdue just like wins by twenty? I'd Every, be sad. Everybody in the, the the entire United States of America, except for West Lafayette, Indiana, will be so sad that per, that St. Peter's is going to lose. I'm gonna miss Doug. I'm rooting for the Peacocks. Loki, I, I kind of think they can do it. I think they can, and I really want them to. And I, I, I'll be all over that tonight. Yeah. Wait, uh, okay. Okay. Question. So, uh, 
they would play Duke in the Elite Eight if they They would right. play the winner of North Carolina UCLA in the oh, Elite Oh, so they could play Duke in the Final Four. They could play Villanova in the National Championship. <laughs> they could do whatever yes. they want. They could go. They could run the ship. Um, All yeah. the number one seeds except for Kansas are gone. Wide open. Speaking Saint of Peters. speaking of Kansas, Kansas versus Providence is twenty minutes after the tip off of Purdue St. Peter's. I really want Providence to win. Yeah, so all the number one seeds will be out. I just, tonight, I, yes. I also a lot of other people in my brackets have Kansas winning it all, and if they lose, then we're all kind of yeah. in the same boat. Yeah, um, I kind, I root for controversy and I root for upsets. Um, Providence has one of the best defenses in the entire country, and if Ochai Abaji gets shut down mm-hmm. for Kansas. Providence can just run the show. I think Pro- Providence has very quietly and very slowly moved their name back to the national powerhouse list of basketball programs. Yeah. Woo. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Um, the Friars, man. Yeah, the Friars. Uh, <laughs> North <The> group. <laughs> yes. North Carolina and UCLA in the first late game of the night. There's something interesting about UCLA. Uh, all three of us are Ball State students. Ball State announced this morning yeah. that UCLA assistant basketball coach Michael Lewis will be named, well, is going to be the next head coach of Ball State men's basketball following UCLA's conclusion of their season. Cool. Good for good for Michael. Welcome to welcome to Muncie. Welcome to Muncie. <laughs> yep, totally I, the same as uh, California. Oh, Los Angeles. Imagine. Yes. I mean, I, I I know he's a really good basketball coach, and I think they made a very good pick in in their next head coach. <laughs> but boy, moving from Los, Los Angeles. Angeles to Muncie, Indiana, I'd say it's the same. <sighs> Andy, have you ever been to L.A.? Yeah, there we go. No. <laughs> what's the farthest? What's the farthest west you've gone? I have been to California, but I was uh, less than one year old. You want to know the farthest west I've ever been? Hmm. Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Dude, I oh was boy. on the west coast. I would say right. I have, I have, <laughs> right? No. I have been to L.A. and trust me, it beats Muncie. <laughs> Darn, that stinks. Speaking of Iowa, Iowa State and Miami University of Miami. Did you even pick who's going to win for the North Carolina UCLA game? I mean, I think UNC. We, I picked it yeah. in my bracket. I got oh, sorry, it. I got UNC. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, you. I think no, you're right. I think we missed it. But UNC. UNC. I mean, all love for Michael Lewis, who's now the new head I like coach. UCLA. But um, respectfully, I, want, I have to go with my bracket. I, yeah. I want UC. I want UNC to meet up against Duke. Like that's just that's got to happen. Oh wait, no. I actually have UCLA. That's my last team that I could actually have win and get points. So I need UCLA. Um, you you and brackets, man. <laughs> I don't know. Listen, I'm with brackets, too. And speaking of my bracket, I actually had Miami in the Elite Eight. I didn't. Yeah, good for you. So Thank you. I, would I, like, I appreciate that. I, I, did, I did not believe in Auburn at all because I had them losing in the first round. Um, <laughs> but still, I think Miami, I knew Miami was good. And I like they can easily make they can make the final four. I would like Iowa State to lose strictly because Iowa State knocked out. VT very quickly, and I was very upset about it. Well, here, here they is they didn't play Virginia. No, Tech. no, not Virginia. You mean Wisconsin? Tech. Wisconsin. That's yeah. who it Sorry, is. Sorry, I'm yeah. thinking the wrong side of the bracket. Yeah. So, oh, okay, boy. so I'm going to root for Miami for two reasons. Actually, three reasons Edrin James, Reggie Wayne, and The Rock. Oh, I'm going to root for Miami not because of my bracket, it's because of Devin Hester. Devin Hester went there? Yeah. yeah. The U is awesome. Their football <laughs> program is sick. Look at that. You've got The Rock, Reggie Wayne, Edron James, and Devin Hester, all alumni of Miami talk football. About and Ed Reed. Oh. 
Oh my God. And Lawrence Taylor. What a team. <laughs> what a team. What a what a program. Do you know how good Miami was at football in the eighties? Oh good. my god. Not as good as Notre Dame. Oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I still want uh I still want Miami to win. What's your guys' national title team? Now that Gonzaga and Arizona are out, who do you think is going to win the, na- the national? I th- I I think if Duke can kind of keep it That'd under be cool, if Duke can kind of keep it under pressure, and Duke can see out the tournament, and Coach K could cut the net and go out on top, I think that'd be a wonderful storyline. I love those kind of script-like moments in sports where where it all kind of comes together in the perfect moment. As a journalist, I would love to see that as well. However, <laughs> I want to see Duke lose in the national championship for some odd reason. I think it Bro. could be Duke, North Carolina, Villanova, and then I'm going to go with Miami just because I feel like yeah. it. Um, and I think that experience plays a big role in March Madness and playing as a team. And I'm going to go with Villanova. I'm going to go with Villanova. That's my team. Give me the winners or the winner of Purdue or St. Peter's. <laughs> Whoever wins that game, I want them to win it all. Our our sports director for Andy, you might need to stop talking basketball. (laughs) Our sports director for Newslink Indiana actually put, um, I think he put two dollars down on St. Peter's winning the national championship. And if and if they do, he gets like five hundred dollars. Joey did. Like, when did he do that? Um, this morning. Oh, this, that's, you can still get 500 bucks. I'm doing that now. <laughs> you do that. Doggy's going to win it all. We do not promote underage gambling. Sorry, no, I, just, no, but if it's legal. It's not. You have to be 21, that's, Andy. That's why I said we don't promote underage gambling. We will talk about gambling a I little bit later. 21. We will talk about gambling a little bit later. First off, <laughs> let's kind of run through the NFL offseason so far. We talked big last week about the NFL offseason. This week, we are only about two weeks in, fellas. Um, we are it, we are still very very young in in the NFL offseason, but I want to hear Ooh. one winner and one team one winner of the NFL offseason so far, and one team that still needs to make some additions in order to have a quote unquote successful offseason. Got it, Zach. Guest, do you want to go first? Sure, I'll go first. I'll pick the team that you did not pick, Daniel. Um, I'm going to go with Kansas City, um, and I know oh. that you guys don't like. The this whole Kansas is, City thing. That's interesting. Um, I I honestly, I like it. The way that uh, with Kansas City that I really didn't like last year is think about the wide receiver room that they have besides Travis Kelsey. You have Tyreek Hill, Demarcus Robinson, Byron Pringle, like three guys. McCole Hardway. Yeah, McCole Hardman. Yes, yes, sorry. Forgot well, whatever for, his name forgot is. Forgot McCole yeah. Hardman. What, what's a common thing between all of those guys? Uh. They all are the exact same person. <laughs> they all are wide receivers who are solely good at just being fast and doing go routes. You now bring in two guys. You bring in Juju Smith-Schuster, mm-hmm. who is a very, very good slot guy and has very good route running. They're paying him millions of dollars to make TikTok dances with Jackson Mahomes. No, I don't care. Going I don't <laughs> care about the TikTok dances. I care about his route running, okay? He said he's and, not going to. And they picked up a guy, Marquez Valdez-Scaling, who can be sort of like a go. He's yeah. not like fast, but he's very good at getting open downfield. But no way they those two are better than and freaking Tyreek. Yes, but their offense is now different, which means that the defense uh, is going to have a harder time adjusting to figure out what they're going to do on offense, okay? Fine. And I don't think we mentioned Kelsey at tight end too much yet. Yeah, think about think about he's the still he's still the best tight end. He's still good in the NFL. Yeah. Think about yeah. the <laughs> Think well, about that the, some silence. <laughs> I like Kittle more. 
But that's I, but that's just me personally. I disagree. Um, and that's just me personally. <laughs> but think about the two teams who were in the Super Bowl. All ev- their wide receiver room. Every single person on their wide receiver room was a different type of receiver. Mm-hmm. So the defense could have no idea who they were going to get the ball to. They could okay. throw it to Cooper Cup. They could go downfield to Van Jefferson. And Odell Beckham Jr. could make an, a spectacular so catch. I think kind of diversifying the offense. Yes. If you, if I can the see way that. that the Chiefs were able to break the, the way that the Chiefs were broken down last season was because they did the exact same thing on offense every single time. So mm-hmm. defenses were able to see that and scheme around that. Like, oh, it's a go route to Tyreek Hill. Oh, never mind. It's a go route to Nicole Hardman. Oh, never mind. It's the same thing over and over and over again with a yeah. different receiver every single time. No, can, now you have different guys. I, can, I think that's great. I can back that, and we'll see. We'll see what the Chiefs do. I think. I think in a couple, um, I saw it on ESPN, I believe, they were doing, like, projected playoff, and they had Chiefs, like, missing out on the playoff. No I way. don't think the Tyreek nah. Hill move made them completely miss out on the playoff. Nah. I don't think they're the number one seed in the AFC, but I think they're comfortably still in the playoffs. I don't even know. I don't know about comfortably. I would say probably 4-5. or five. Ooh, Yeah. 4 or 5 I think, I think they won't have to – there, there won't be too many like running down to the last week of the season. I well, agree with that. They can't be a four or they could be a five maybe, but they cannot be a four seed because I'm telling you 100 percent now, whoever wins the AFC West will not be a four seed. Because remember, it's the it's all the it's all the uh, yeah the AFC West yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. true. The, the the winner of the AFC West is going to be the one seed. Yeah, then no, I'd back five. that. So they're either one, one or, or two, five. one or yeah. two seed. Mm-hmm. No, who's gonna? Who's better? Than the Bills. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, maybe. Never mind. <laughs> Speaking of the AFC West, Andy, your winners were the or the AFC East. Andy, your winners were the Dolphins. Okay. So here. So That's... mine. Mine are. I have four. I know. I know. You have an entire. You have an entire. You have You have a conference and a division. Yeah, okay. Here. I'll, I said team. <laughs> I'll explain it. Okay. This is also my the podcast. Whole AFC. No. Pick the whole <laughs> lot. Just one of them is gonna do yeah. good. No. Okay. <laughs> So I had the winners with the Dolphins of so finally going all in, having Tyreek Hill and having the cap space to be able to do that, and also having a future still where you have two first-round picks next. Um, I would say <laughs> – stop. God, I know that I picked the whole AFC, okay? I get it. Um, and then, okay, then the other one, I had the entire AFC West because the entire AFC West is absolutely insane now. The Raiders are good. The Chargers are good. The Chiefs are still good. The uh, what's the last team? The Broncos are really good now, um, and then the Chargers. I just said the Chargers again. I feel like the Chargers got a lot of more pieces that they have to work with now. You have Khalil Mack. You brought in um, who have the J.C. Jackson as well, and then just the entire AFC. Are the you AFC reading is, my show notes? No. I feel like you're. I feel no. like feel like you just stole my response there. No. <laughs> That's a clear segue into who, Danny's pick. <laughs> Danny's pick. No. I, I, <laughs> No, okay, but, but <laughs> yeah. I, okay, and I'll and I'll re-explain AFC. By the no, way, don't you- the AFC is just so much. I know you guys are both NFC fans. No, I'm an a- I'm an AFC. Well, I mean, I have no, a team. You're a Lions the, I have, fan. Yeah, yeah, but I have in the <laughs> NFC. But I still think the AFC is the better conference. Yeah, no. <laughs> the AFC is blowing the NFC out of the water with yeah. talent now. They the AFC conference has won this offseason. I'd back that. Yeah, I'd I'm, back that. You know what I'm. You know what. You know what I'm trying to say. Yes. Yeah. The con- I, I know if, what you're. If, if you had to, to yes. pick which yes. conference, yes. If you had to pick which division, yes. But I said team. Sorry. <laughs> um, I did not do that. All good. No, no hard feelings. I also had the Chargers. I think the Chargers did a lot on defense here, which is good. They brought in Khalil Mack, who could be a perennial pro bowler. 
Um, give him time. Let him work with Joey Bo- Bosa. That is a ferocious front seven. They brought w. in. They brought in J.C. Jackson, who is one of the up-and-coming top corners in the NFL, if not yeah. already one of the top corners in the NFL. And then I also think they re-signed Mike Williams. We talked about it a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. how Mike Williams could be a great wide receiver, uh, receiver. Wide receiver addition yes. to any NFL team. Yes. I think bringing him back for Justin Herbert, it's, it's just a good, solid move. I think now, though, the Chargers – really put it all on the table for their coaching staff next yeah. season. If this coaching staff cannot win and win well with mm-hmm. this team, they're going to start looking at a new coach. And you always forget the greatest guy, the best player on the Chargers, Drew Tranquil from Carroll High School in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Drew Tranquil. Yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah, no, I think that's a good pick because I also picked them. So yes, I did. also picked them as well. So the Chargers, is good. they look good. Um, over to the losers, I'll take this one first. Um the Packers. I yeah. I I I think I think it is wonderful that you have secured your franchise qu- quarterback for the foreseeable future, but you also just lost probably the best wide receiver in your franchise's history. Yeah, because you couldn't pay him. Um, they let Devontae Adams walk. Big move. Big ups for the Raiders for getting him. Big downside for the Packers. They also lost Marquez Valdez Scantling. I think mm-hmm. I said Scantling earlier in the episode. I yeah. apologize for that. Scantling. Um, they let him walk as well. Now I think they have Randall Cobb, Randall Cobb. and Alan Lazard. Yeah, to throw man, to. that's just an absolute dynasty. That <laughs> that's, building. So, oh, and is St. Brown. No, he left. Oh my god, he left. He went to. Um, where did he go? Da- where, where did he go? I. Did, I, he, go to, did he go to Tampa? No, um, he went to an NFC team. Equiminius. That's all I remember. That's like the only guy that I kind of remembered. He went to the Chicago Bears. Hey, you got Equiminius. Yay! (laughs) So good. So he was was young. He had potential, and he left as well. Um, I think they really – they either have to trade for a wide receiver, which that pool's pretty dried up, or they have to draft a wide receiver, Mm -hmm. but they're already pretty low in the the first round to draft a a high-quality wide receiver. So – I think, yeah, it's great that Aaron Rodgers is going to be there for the rest of the career, but um, I don't see that team winning a Super Bowl. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. 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 Sorry, just really put him down as much as I could. Yeah. No, it yeah, doesn't no, hurt no, that I'm... I hate the Packers, but that's that's a different that's a different thing. <laughs> as a Chicago Bear fan, man, I'm just so happy that you picked them, and I'm so glad that they're struggling. And the sad thing is that they're still like the third best team in the NFC. Yeah, probably. Yeah, <laughs> yep. that's really who, sad. Wait, who would who would be okay? So obviously the Rams outright, right? Yep. Rams yeah. and Bucks. The Bucks Rams still? and Bucks. Rams yeah, and Bucks. Okay. Rams, if, Bucks. Everyone else. Yeah. If Eagles have if the Eagles have a good draft and Jalen Hurts actually starts performing like a quarterback, that's that's a good. He did perform like a quarterback. I don't hate that. Perform like a good quarterback. He wasn't bad. He wasn't great. Jalen Hurts was better. Yeah, they made the playoffs. They made, the they, got, they made the they playoffs got, when they were projected they got, to win like four games. They got yeah. pummeled in the playoffs. They still made them. I don't yeah. know. I think. I think. Well, they're not like a top five team in the NFC right now. Well, no, but they nobody nobody expected them. What to, I'm saying. I'm saying they could rise to yeah. be. They could rise. Yes, but another team in the NFC East uh, that I have losing Dallas Cowboys. What have you done in? The offseason. Trade away Amari Cooper. Trade away Amari Cooper. Let Michael Gallup walk. You re-signed Ezekiel Elliott. Even though Tony Pollard is so much better than him. And Ezekiel Elliott is terribly 
underperforming. Yes. Ever since he signed that contract. Your O-line is getting worse. Your, your wide o- receiver room is getting worse. Your O-line is leaving. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> they aren't doing anything. They they made the playoffs. This They made the playoffs and then got bounced in the first round and, like, panicked. And now all the guys are like, yeah, I want out of here. Because who wants to play for Dallas? Who wants <laughs> to play for Mike McCarthy? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> me. Like, um, Give me a roster spot. Like, uh, Micah Parsons was the w- amazing. The he was, anomaly. He was, he was unbelievable. This was so pointless. Trayvon Diggs. They got Trayvon. Woo. We can, oh, wow. 11 yeah. interceptions. Are, are we going to talk about Trayvon Diggs for a minute? Why? The are, guy, do you want to? Not only did he have a lot of interceptions, he also gave up the most big yard Oh, that's plays. true. Yeah. He's a real hit-or-miss type defender. It's like a pitcher who strikes out like 15 guys in one game and then lets up like 15 runs. He either, he either, he either <laughs> strikes him out or he gives up two home runs <laughs> to the same. It's yeah, really like, weird. It's, he's, he's a strange dude. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, so then my loser um, – I again pick three things. Uh, so I have. Did you pick the whole, the whole NFC? I picked the whole. Oh NFC. my god! <laughs> I picked the whole NFC because they're just because they're not the AFC and the AFC is doing too good and the NFC is just falling behind. They have nothing now. Um, they have Tom Brady and the Rams. Good for you. Um, and then I did also pick the Packers. I feel like I don't really even know what the Packers are doing anymore because the Packers literally just gave up Devontae Adams. Um, and now they have no one, and they like literally everything that you guys have said. I also 100 percent agree with. You really haven't been doing anything. Um, and then the last one I had was the Chiefs. I feel like I 100 percent disagree with your whole analysis of the Chiefs. I feel like maybe diversifying is good, but I feel like they're falling so far behind everybody else that is in the AFC West. Uh, it's because I think I it's think, I, just, I think it's yeah. a contract standpoint because now it's the time you have to pay Kelsey, and Mahomes just got what a half a billion dollars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like they, there's just so many. They they have so much talent and they can't keep everybody. Yeah, but I, but they're moving in the wrong direction instead of forward. I, I think like, which I is bad. Th- I think we'll have to see how it plays out. I think it might. It could be one of these moves where we say, yeah, they picked the wrong choice and they moved in the wrong direction, or. You know, this is a smart move by the front office. Here's, okay, so here's literally, I'm going to lay it out in brass tacks. The only, like, three moves that the Chiefs have made that have made their team any different so far is that they have traded away Tyreek Hill, and in receiving what their new team will be now is Juju and Marquez Valdez-Scantling. Those guys aren't terrible. Yeah, but they're not Tyreek Hill, and they I, never yeah, will be. Yeah, because I think that's the Tyreek, point. Tyreek Hill's contract was going to be <sighs> ginormous. Yeah, who cares? Pay him. Get you, money. you don't have money. <laughs> Get a small loan, okay? This isn't small Madden. Loan this isn't a million dollars. This, this is not Madden twenty two. <laughs> this is not Madden twenty two. We don't make those kind of choices. But I think we Sorry. had in our Instagram live shout out. I can't see who said it. Zach can read it out. It is, it is Craig McGinnis forty five. Craig. Craig McGinnis, forty-five, Craig. <laughs> says. Craig said the NFC, the sorry, not the NFC, the well, yeah, the NFC East, New York Giants <laughs> to make the playoffs this year. Craig, um, this is also a shout out to my uncle Brian, who uh, my family lives out in New York. He is a diehard Giants fan. 
I'm sorry, but that's not happening. I don't know who else is going to win the. I, probably Dallas, yeah. Probably Dallas, <laughs> and then they're going to get they're going to get a first round. Daniel exit. Jones. Do you think but that the Giants will win more than five games? Maybe. No. Wait. No. no. I have no idea. Unless yes. unless they. I maybe. think I think I I was looking at a few mock drafts. Maybe they can sort out a little bit of the offensive line. Give Saquon Barkley another breakout type <laughs> year. Saquon's <laughs> never going to have a breakout type year again. I hope you know that. Um. I think well the Giants have two top ten picks in this year's draft. Um go for a lineman, get Iki Aquanu from um NC State. Dude's a beast. Dude's a beast. Did talk yeah. to, I talked to him. Um that was that was nice. He's a good dude. Um Oh yeah, he went to oh, the yeah. NFL yeah, Zach, Combine. Yeah. Zach went to the NFL Combine. I, I was to, not invited. I, <laughs> I got the chance to talk. I forgot to, to apply. <laughs> I got the chance to talk to Iki Aquanu, and he's he's a nice dude. Apparently, he does musical theater. Besides the that, uh, I oh, think right. I think he would be great in New York. So, yeah. Craig McGinnis, um, I really hope that you are a fan of Iki Aquanu and an offensive lineman because that's what you should get. I mean, in- hey, we hope you're right. I mean, as as a fan of. The New York Giants. Wait, yeah. What what other NFC teams? I are hope there? you're right. I don't know. The Commanders. <laughs> the com- and Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz and the Commanders. Woo. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't. It's, I, it's, the it's, NFC's <laughs> a dumpster fire. Okay. I say not, except not, for the Rams that got Allen Robinson. The, the Rams are looking good. The, the reigning Super Bowl champions are from the NFC. No that matter is how true. no matter how pumped the but the, the last two Super Bowl champions are NFC. But I will teams. say the reigning Pro Bowl champions. It's the AFC, so yeah, the game where no one. I don't tried. think I don't think the Pro Bowl counts, right? <laughs> Max Crosby. Tries. The only person who tried in that game was Darius Leonard when and he and Max Crosby and Max Crosby. Yes. That's it. Darius did try. What was that? My Siri on my watch just turned on. God, maybe maybe Siri. I have that problem too. I think Siri wants to talk about MLB. Yes, I think Siri also what a wants great to talk transition. about the MLB. Um, speaking of the MLB, today's this or that. We're just doing one today. What? The <laughs> see, man, see, see, the Siri, Siri Siri's just popping up. I'm saying Siri. <laughs> so. Uh, Here's what we're going to do for the this or that today. We have one question. Andy is going to be the judge slash mediator slash picks who has the most correct argument. And Zach and I will be the the two argumentating. Argumentative. Yes. Arguing. <laughs> sure. All right. Let's go. Daniel. You're, you're well, the, what's oh, the question? What's <laughs> Uh, should Pete Rose be reinstated and allowed into Cooperstown, i.e. the MLB and Major League Baseball or Baseball Hall of Fame? Do you want to go first, Daniel? Daniel, go. No. No. I don't think you should. Sorry. No. Um, that's, that's all the time that, you have. Thank you very much. That's, right. that's, no. that's how we're going to start it. First, I'm going to say Pete Rose is technically already in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, he's in the Cincinnati Reds Hall of Fame, right? He's in the Cincinnati Reds Hall of Fame. His memorabilia of fame. his memorabilia is in Cooperstown. He is rec- his accolades are recognized by the MLB, but he will never have a plaque in the Hall of Fame. And I believe that is just. Here's a quote from the MLB. It hangs in the entrance of every MLB clubhouse. Any player, umpire, or club or league official or employee who shall bet any sum whatsoever upon any baseball game in connection with which the better has a duty to perform shall be declared permanently ineligible. Pete Rose played 4,330, coached or played over 4,000 
MLB games. He saw that statement in every clubhouse he walked into, and he still decided to do what he did. When you break the rules, there are consequences. When you know the rules, there are consequences, and this is a consequence. Okay. Zach, go. That's a really good argument. <laughs> you know what's a better argument? Came stats. Pl- stats yes. is a better <laughs> argument. Okay, let's look at the stats, all right? I'm going to say yes. Pete Rose in the Hall of Fame. Why? Because um, here, let's pull up the stats. He's the all-time MLB record holder in hits with 4,256. That's a lot of hits. Yeah. That's a lot of hits. Yes, he has three batting titles, which means – that he was probably one of the best players ever at his position. He's also he won a World Series three times. He's made 17 All-Star appearances at five different positions, a league MVP, two Golden Gloves, and uh, just an absolute dominant 24-year career. He's a unit. He was a unit. It, with those stats, it's like the Tim Duncan of baseball. Right? It's he's it's kind of like it's kind of like underrated and People are like, when they look back at it, they're like, oh my gosh, this guy was dominant in his era. But it's not Tim Duncan because Tim Duncan did not have a gambling problem. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But if, if, what? if you're looking at the stats, yeah. Was like Baseball Hall of Fame, like, it could just be about baseball, not like the. You know, ruining the integrity of the sport or something. You know what else is ruining <laughs> right. the integrity of the sport? Roids. But you know who else is in there? All the guys that are on Roy. That's a different exactly. story. Exactly. All of the guys story. that are on Roy. If this, if this dude is one of the greatest hitters of all time in the in Major League Baseball, it would be a shame to not put him in there. Okay, nobody, nobody using steroids in the MLB. Big Poppy just got in. No, <laughs> no, no, sorry. Nobody that was using steroids in the MLB gave themselves an inside advantage in terms of gambling or betting because of knowing the outcome they of gave the game. themselves an in, inside advantage of having jacked muscles. They gave yeah. themselves an, the ball an, an internal yards. advantage. I don't I don't think yes. they I don't think they placed any financials on it. They they placed financials even, into their body with the roids. <laughs> they paid money for those. Even if <laughs> I feel like you're I feel like you're not being too unbiased here, I Andy. Mean, what? Um I, I think, yes, they used roids, but no, they did not have the potential ability to alter the course of a game. Pete yeah, Rose did. did have that ability. But 4,256 hits. Yeah. Was he the great, one of the greatest players at his position? Yes. Probably. Was he why terrific, he in the Hall of Fame? Was he terrific at multiple positions throughout his career? Yes. yes. Did he play the game with an immense amount of heart and passion? Yes. Will he be remembered as one of the greats? Yes. Should he be in the Hall of Fame? No. Did he gamble on his own games? Yes. Did he structurally da- structurally damage Three the integrity yeah. of the ma- of Major League Baseball? Three World Series champions. Yes. <laughs> Two Golden Gloves. You know what? <laughs> I'm going to go with a tie. Daniel, <laughs> you laid out a oh, lot of great uh, things. No, no, no. Um, we're going to flip a coin. <laughs> yeah, we're going to flip a coin. <laughs> well, you know what? Honestly, let's not even flip a coin. Heads or tails. Okay, let's do that then. We'll see. Oh, wait, we, wait. we probably should have called it first. Here, let's reflip. Do you want heads? I'll take tails. <laughs> yeah, sure. All right. This is okay, what's going to determine flip a coin. Thanks, Google. Heads. All right, so I unfortunately lost this debate. <laughs> Heroes, Danny's right. 
No. Thank you for coming to the Underqualified Knuckleheads Podcast. We're getting out of here. I'll see you later. No, are we, is that actually going to no, be the end? No, no, no. Okay. Are you kidding me? Like no, a, I was just oh. trying to get out of here because I'm right. Oh, no, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, um, no, I, he's never going to be in the Hall of Fame anyway because he's already barred uh, or, like, taken out of it. So Right. Yeah, that's what I, that's <laughs> so, anything, it really doesn't matter. Daniel wins no matter what. He's the Tim Duncan of baseball without a gambling problem. And I am the Tim Duncan of arguing over sports topics. Give me some. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> well, either way, that's that's all we have for you today. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Underqualified Knuckleheads podcast. Zach Greer, thank you so much for joining us this week. It's always a pleasure, man. I appreciate you guys having me on. It's no, a lot of fun. No problem. Thank you. Have a great week. <laughs> have, a great, have a great weekend, I'm gonna guys. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. See you next week.